Stream PC Hello, everybody. Is this going out? Can you hear us? We hope. I hope it's an improvement. I hope it's an improvement, too. Are we uh, <laughs> catching the right audio? Are you uh, hearing us properly? Uh, if you are, then, no idea. then if you are, then we're doing okay, <laughs> generally speaking. Uh, sorry for the lateness and what was going on. Just so you know, there's been power issues, figures, where I'm at. Uh, so if the power goes out again, uh, it may happen right in the middle of the stream, and uh, you'll know why. Uh, but it came back on, and I was able to get everything back up again and run in the proper way. So we will roll on, and hopefully the power doesn't go out and, and kill the show. But in any case, <laughs> anyway, you all hear us okay out there? I just want to tell you this is, uh, before I forget, right? This is pod uh, episode number 104. It's the 13th of August. Nick is off tonight, as you can see. Uh, he is running through the woods with vegan spaceman, uh, eating a bunch of twigs and bark off trees and whatever else. No, not really. They even go into pubs and stuff. And I wanted to tell you that uh, World's Prophet last minute uh, had to uh, beg off the show because of some uh, feeling under the weather. Uh, Shell is also not on tonight because she's under the weather. Something's going around. And I wanted to thank and welcome in Groucho Marx uh, to the <laughs> <laughs> Eric Khan, who decided to go incognito with a giant nose and a mustache. If you didn't yeah. notice, Eric, how you doing? I'm here. I'm good. I'm here for moral support. Good, good, good. And let me know if you can uh, hear uh, his mic okay. Uh, and if not, you know, I can try to bring it up or he can try to bring it up. Uh, but if the audio is okay, uh, you thought that was Nick <laughs> Jansen. Uh, you can doff the nose now, Eric. Let's see, let's see your real face. There we go. I broke it. Okay. So we're going to kind of roll on with the show, uh, just the two of us. Uh, again, we're going to – it could be an abbreviated show either depending on the power company or, or if we run out of stuff to talk about. But in any case, usually I have a lot of stuff to talk about, so that's, the, that's not a problem. Uh, Nick, I hope you have a good time if you're listening out there. And uh, if you guys saw in the chat, I was kidding around with him, and I said I thought I saw a wolf, and then I put a picture up, uh, and I said I told him in the in the background I saw black, and I said you know in that black I sharpened it up and I saw this, and I put this big wolf with the glowing eyes and the, and the teeth. I said you know, I said don't worry, you'll be fine. So uh, I hope he has a good time. This is the uh, ex columnist show edition. Yeah. Uh, so this is all uh, USA broadcasting uh, at the UK time, and of course anybody in the USA that happens to be watching us. Uh, so that's kind of a of a first. I don't remember. usually we outnumber Nick anyway because Prophet and I are from uh, the US, and obviously he's not. But tonight it's all US, so if, uh, I hope you UKers don't mind that too much. Uh, hey, ants in the pants, uh, Scooby, uh, Mystic, all you guys. I'm glad you could join us, Jay, Jansen, Timoni. How you doing? So we're gonna go What's ahead. Up, everybody? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, what's up, everybody? Yeah, can make sure you can. It, and if you think the audio is too low or anything like that, just please let us know, and we'll try to make an adjustment if we can. Um, I want to put out a get well to Shell. Hope she feels better. Uh, get well to Profit. Hope he feels better. By the way, this podcast, since Nick usually uploads it for download, uh, you know, the audio portion, uh, I I can't do that because I don't know how he does it or what he does. So when he gets back from his trip, he will do it. So I'm assuming. That this podcast will be uploaded Saturday or Sunday. Um, I don't know for sure. Um, I also wanted to make a quick announcement. Uh, Division Two Clan Night is going uh, pretty good. Uh, we're about four nights into it. Well, four Tuesdays into it. Um, and it's been really good. People have been showing up. We've been playing uh, all kinds of games. Last time we had about six, seven people. And we had two teams playing. Uh, so we had a blast. So remember, every Tuesday night, jump in. You don't have to worry about your level. 
or where you're at, whether you're level one or level 40, or whether you have a, an amazing build or, or a lousy build, it doesn't matter. Uh, we play and we help the other players, you know, learn the game, etc. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's fun. It, I have a good time with it. Certainly do. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is kind of roll into some of the news. I don't know if Eric, you had any announcement to make, but if you don't, we'll kind of roll into some of the news. No, please take it away. Go first. Okay. Uh, I think we would go into a couple of things. I, I don't know if you people noticed, but uh, Shroud has returned to Twitch, and I was reading up on it a little bit now, and he premiered with a half a million people. And they all showed up before the stream even started. So it's amazing how popular this guy is, but I, I couldn't believe that 500,000 were waiting before he even started it. So uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, so apparently he's doing uh, doing well, uh, or it didn't seem to hurt him that he was on uh, Mixer uh, at all. Some people had wondered about right. that, whether they would come back to him. So, But apparently it didn't. I mean, have you ever watched Rod, uh, Eric? I haven't. No, I haven't. No, but I heard about him. I watched him a little bit. I mean, I mean, he's obviously talented and so forth. I, I don't know if he's, well, I guess he's worth the money since he got the money. But did, I think right. he, didn't he get a twenty million dollar contract? I think with the when he went to Mixer. I, I thought so. I read something about that. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether he got to keep that money or some of it or all of it. I mean, you can imagine he wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to uh, stream again in his life if he got to keep it all. No, I I think I I quit too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would too if I had that much million? money, or I just or I just buy my own Twitch state. No, that'd be too much money. Uh, but Amazon's happy, I'm sure. So uh, since oh yeah, down, totally down Twitch. Of course there. Yeah, and so and Mixer unfortunately went down the tubes, but you know Microsoft gave it a try. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, look, man, they they don't always they're not always successful in everything they do. It just you know things happen. No, that's why it's a learning curve. You try something new, and you got to see how it works out. People like it, you know. If not, they don't. They go back. One of the things I was uh, I didn't even know was that apparently Shroud plays a lot of Valorant, and they were saying that because of him alone, it looks like eighty percent of the viewership is all coming from Valorant. So you can imagine if he's streaming Valorant and you have five hundred thousand people watching. And oh all, yeah. Oh my God. So he's pro he's made the game uh, for them just just by playing. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to follow him back and forth no matter where he goes. It's it's amazing. It's like it's 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 amazing to see somebody that has that kind of power. When they just come on, but there's only a few streamers like that. Doctor Disrespect, by the way, has come back. I don't yes. know if uh, anybody noticed. We talked about that a couple of times on the show. Seen and uh, he came back on YouTube. Uh, he didn't say where he was going to come back, or he was hinting that he, he actually hinted he was going to go through his own uh, website and do it. And it was funny because uh, in a past podcast, uh, Nick and I and everybody were talking about it. And Nick even brought up why would he just do it on his own thing? I mean, he, the people will follow him no matter what. Um, so I'm assuming yeah. he must have made some kind of deal with YouTube, I guess, and he's done quite well. Oh, yeah. Um, Those advertisers want him to come back. Yeah, in fact, Comic-Con just said he's got 31,000 subs already. Isn't that great? You go on YouTube and all of a sudden, boom, 31,000 subs in, like, minutes? Instant. That's crazy. It's, it is. Uh, thank you, Mystic Dude, six months in a row for uh, subscribing. appreciate that very much. I uh, appreciate everybody out there. Any questions you want to ask or comments, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, Jansen's he's got more power than Oprah. <laughs> that's funny. that's funny. I know Oprah gets her own network, and then what do you hear from her? Mm -hmm. I mean, not that much, right? Well, anyway. she's quite she's she's kind of quieted down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit compared to before, I guess. But yeah, hey, that happens. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, we will go ahead and uh, get with another story. I don't know if uh, anybody out there has played it grounded. 
Uh, Grounded was the game that Obsidian came out with, who did Outer Worlds. Um, and it came as a premiere on for free on uh, if you had Game Pass. And I did play the game. I, I talked about it on uh, on the podcast. The only thing I was surprised about is as, as I played the game, I didn't really realize that it was early access from the from the beginning. So as I started to play the game, I ended up, you know, going to find out. I don't want to give away too much, but going to investigate a couple things that they said to investigate. Follow uh, follow the quest line, and I did. And all of a sudden the I'm not going to say who it was, tells me, like, okay, that that's kind of it now, so we'll be doing some other things in the future. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm like, right. uh... But a lot of people apparently like the game. If you don't go that far, as far as that I went, you just go back to the yard, and basically what it is is that you're shrunk down, like honey, I shrunk the kids, and you're living in your right. backyard, and you have to come up against creatures and insects and real-life stuff, and basically build your own base... Uh, Etc. out of the things that you find and I had a lot of fun playing it, it was kind of neat I didn't get to the point where I was de- you know, doing any base building or anything uh, but it was pretty cool where I could where you, to drink water you would have to throw a rock at a droplet coming off of a, of a grass blade and then the droplet falls down and you go over there and drink it um, mm-hmm. if you find a puddle you could drink the water out of there but you might get sick because puddle water isn't, right. the, isn't the cleanest stuff it's probably got um, rust on it or something or whatever. Exactly. And there's been people that have been having a lot of fun playing playing out in the yard, so to speak, I guess. Well, there a new article came out and said that apparently there there's a new update and now they're introducing bees and mosquitoes. So now you're gonna see giant bees and giant mosquitoes. Um, Yay. And they were wondering whether it was lack of flying insects because when I was playing it I kinda wondered that too. I said, Doesn't something fly? Um, so apparently now they're going to introduce that, um, but they're going to be putting in updates every time they go. Uh, Comic Con like uh, 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 grounded, it was good. I liked it. So I'm I'm anxious to see the bees. I'm anxious to see the the mosquitoes. Can you imagine getting bit by a mosquito when you're that small? Uh, you probably would get bit. You probably get eaten. Yeah, or, you probably get you skewered. Know, <laughs> completely, yeah, exactly, completely skewered. Here on the end of his nose, and he's just kind of moving like, around. like like a kebab. Exactly. So that's kind of neat. If people playing the game, you get back to it, and again, it's on Game Pass, so so it's free. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, I also want to drop in another little uh, piece of news. And by the way, anytime you want to jump in on any of this, uh, feel free, Eric. Um, have you played anybody out there play Desperados Three besides me? I played the demo when it was out. It's a Wild West uh, strategy type game. Have you heard of it? Not really. Eric, I have not played it. I know you <laughs> talked about it before. Uh, you're a fan of the Wild West stuff. It's it's a lot of uh, fun. A very good game. Um, I played uh, through the demo, which was really nice. Uh, you get to play as multiple characters. Apparently, now they're introducing uh, four new challenges, uh, four new missions actually, and they're not charging anybody for it. So anybody that has the game, uh, like I do, will get all these. And apparently, the one the person that narrates these challenges is Doug Cockle. He's the guy that did the Witcher uh, voice in the games. Really? So he's playing a... It sounds like the Witcher with a southern accent, or a western accent, which is kind of funny. If you can imagine that. That's um, a little weird. I know. I was thinking he would kind of put on maybe a different voice, but, or, but maybe he did the... Maybe he did that on purpose. I'm not really, I'm not really sure, but it right. was kind of interesting and, and funny sounding at, at the time. Because now I'm seeing Henry Cavill with a western voice, and it's just not making any sense. No, yeah, I don't think it will make any sense. So uh, 
Anyway, we'll, uh, it was interesting, but you do get a lot of stuff in the Desperados. I'm definitely going to get back to the game and probably report it uh, out to anybody. And Timoni says he's not a fan of Desperados, but did you try the third one? Or are you just going by the, the first couple of them? Because it's been a year since they put Desperados out. I, for, I think it's been five to ten years before they ended up doing three. Played the first one as a kid. Okay, yeah. I heard that this is far beyond. It's actually gotten very good reviews and write-ups across the board. Um, maybe I'll play it one day and stream it so people can see it. Um, another game I think maybe we'll talk about a little bit because we've been going on and on in the Discord uh, about it, and that's Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, this was a big deal that it even came to PC. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of glad it did because then three years ago when the game came out, it looked great, and I was going like, I'm not buying a console for one game. And I just figured, oh well, just like some games never come out it's just an oh well um but they announced that it would come out and so i looked very forward to it uh it was one of the first times that i ever splurged on a, uh, 50 bucks on a game um mm-hmm. but i felt i wanted to play it and i felt it was worth it because they did uh include all the dlc uh, so i was really happy yeah, that they did i see yeah seeing you're playing it didn't have any problems with it <clears throat> but some other people in the community said that uh they tried to download it and just had you know issue after issue after issue of you know, playability, everything. So yeah. maybe you got lucky. I don't know. I might be one of the lucky. Well, I'm not completely lucky, and I'll tell you why. the The game was not optimized the way it should be. So mm-hmm. when you don't optimize a game, you have no clue what kind of problems are going to happen to various people's systems. And I'm lucky in the terms that, as far as graphically, it looks gorgeous. As far as gameplay, I I love it. Um, but after I played about four hours, I guess the game would crash, 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 crash. So for another 90 minutes, it crashed about six times. You can imagine six oh, times, yeah. yeah, 90 minutes. And, and and a couple of times that it did crash, I had to go back and repeat the mission. Yeah, so that's I, complete frustration instantly. You know, you just want exactly. to turn a damn thing off and just walk away from everything. It ended up being a game breaker, so I, I, I knew something was up. So I went on the internet, heard about the problems. Apparently they're working on a patch because other people are having uh, graphical errors, uh, clipping, um, some of our people in the Discord were talking about how it, the, the graphics just aren't looking proper. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's a shame that you know devs sometimes don't put the kind of care that they should uh, to optimize the game. Um, one of the things I had mentioned uh, even in our Discord was the fact that when you look at a game that's really optimized properly, uh, you can look to Doom or Doom Eternal. Um, and when they made those games, because they're, they're extremely fast-paced games... You have to get the optimization right, otherwise the game oh, yeah. end up being a total failure. And yeah, it's just tear like crap. Oh god! And I have heard across the board that it's one of the best optimized games ever made. So putting that up as the gold standard, you know it can be done. And if you're going to port something over, why are you not going to take the time to optimize it properly so you have at least limit the things that are, that are going to go wrong with it. Right, and also said to uh, mention uh, Flight Sim comes out Tuesday, so we got some Flight Sim. Fans yeah, yeah, well. that, I'm I'm not as into Flight Sims as some people, but I know uh, some <laughs> of our members are, and I know Trubshaw is, and people were waiting. Oh yeah, he's he's really good too, by the way. He is very good. He is very good. I talked about him before. He he flies World War II airplanes in simulated battles, and I've watched him, and I was just like, wow, I, I couldn't believe what he did. He told me a funny story too. He was flying with the. Uh, on Sunday nights, I believe he gets together and they fly World War II missions. A hundred people, 
50 flyers on each side. There's 50 flyers that's, on uh, <laughs> that's a huge That's a huge group of flyers online. I'm it, is, it is, and apparently this group has been going on for many years, and these people are really good. Um, so there's 50 people on the ally side and 50 people on the access side, and they go at it during a real battle, whatever it might have been, and historically as accurate as they can get it. Um, so he was flying, I guess, in his squadron or whatever, and they were telling him, you know, we need to know, he needed to know what his fuel uh, gauge read. And he was flying an old Russian World War II plane, and the World War II Russian plane, the only way to see the fuel gauge is that it's attached to your wing. It's not inside I the I did cockpit. hear him say that. Yeah. Yeah, he was talking about the other day when, on, the, uh, on stream, I saw that. Yeah, and then he, he had to take a look at it, so he had, you have to slow down the plane, you have to pop open the, uh, your canopy. And then you have to lean your head out to read the gauge, which is really weird that they had to do this stuff. So basically, right. he had to go and take a look at it. So he pulls the, the canopy back, and then he goes to look at the gauge, and he hits the the eject button. And it ejected him right out of the plane. <laughs> Ooh, not good. <laughs> when he told that me stuff that, that over the water. I couldn't believe when he said that. I said, oh, my gosh, I was, I was cracking up. He said that they, his, his teammates apparently thought that was funny. Uh, right, but he didn't die. He parachuted down, and, and he was fine. Uh, but Sweet. I thought that was a pretty funny story. I, I saw him taking a couple of German planes, though. They were pretty neat. Uh, he was flying, uh, flying high, and there was a couple AI German planes up in the air from I don't know what battle it was. And uh, he's flying like this and going in and out and on a spin a Spitfire and, and uh, machine gunning him down. So it was that's pretty, awesome. It was pretty good. Um, if you're snuggling for time, then just fly the good bits. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering on the flight sim. I don't know if anybody knows, but on the on this flight sim that's coming out by Microsoft, is there like an adjustment you can make for people like me that don't know the first thing? I mean, can I get in a plane and fly it without having to worry about what every little gauge says? I mean, the the purists and the people that really know how to fly, of course, are going to want to fly the right way and go by oh, the, yeah. you know like a real pilot would. But I. I just kind of want to fly the plane, so I'm wondering whether you can... I've never messed with any of them. I know a lot of people are really diehards about it, but I've never messed with any of them. I don't know if anybody in the chat knows... Oh, okay, Scooby just answered. Said, yep, there's an easy mode. The crazy part of uh, Microsoft Flight Sim 2020 is that the weather data is in real time. Interesting. So real clouds will appear at the same location in the game. Each plan has over 2,000 control surfaces mapped. Whoa. That's, I also uh, uh, Scoop, Scooby also read that they're gonna right off the bat. There's somebody has got, already got a mod that's gonna introduce four new airports right off right out of the box. That's what I heard. I don't know, um, but good. If there's an easy mode, maybe I'll let somebody buy it. And let me play it. <laughs> <laughs> buy and borrow. Buy and borrow. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know. I have to think about that. But um, I. I'm doing the whole conversation here, so I don't want to take up your time, you know, too, Eric. But is there anything you oh, want no. to mention? I just uh, got some uh, tidbits of the uh, QuakeCon 2020, which was online this year, obviously for COVID. Sure. But um, you know, I'm a Fallout fan. Always been a Fallout fan. I know Nick is. So they did announce that there's going to be two more DLCs uh, this year. They they confirmed it will come out this year. Uh, the first one's called Seal Dawn, and it comes out fall of 2020. I'm not sure exactly the date, but it said fall. And the uh, <clears throat> the second DLC is called Fractured Dawn, which um, this is like all introduction to the Brotherhood of Steel. If you're, you know, Fallout fans know what that is. Um, I think they call it the One Wasteland for All. Yeah, it's their little season thing, or whatever. Mm. Um, that there was a um, 
there's some DLC coming out for for uh, Doom Eternal. It's called The Ancient Gods Part One. I want to talk Supposedly. about that because I saw a video. Yeah. It was really short, only like thirty three seconds or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a big Doom Eternal fan. You, you guys probably know that yes. out there. <clears throat> no, you and are. I love that game. Played it all the way through to the end and just really enjoyed it. I have not done the co op on it yet though, which I hear is interesting. Suppo- Supposedly, um, the devs said there's going to be a total of four DLC for that game. Four? They haven't released any, but four. Four in total. The first one's called The Ancient Gods Part 1, so I don't know if it's, you know, Part 2, 3, 4, blah, 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 but that's what they're calling it right now. Wow. Did you did you hear anything uh, about whether it's going to cost any money? Did they say anything I, about that? I, I did not. I didn't, now, the Fallout ones will be free, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, but I don't know about the, uh, the Doom ones. Well, the Fallout, they have to give them away free. <laughs> yeah, because they're still yeah they're still making up for the uh, the, the huge bungle, uh, whenever the game came out you know a year ago whatever yeah. it was that was a huge blunder on their part for sure. Um, they've made up for it a little bit I think you know I think they made up for a lot. I mean I, I think they really yeah. at least they didn't abandon it and really tried to listen to the fans. Right. Um, you have more experience than I do on it, but I know that you you play a lot. What level are you at now? You're pretty high. Hundred hundred seventeen, I think somewhere around there. But I've got hundreds of hours in every one of the games, all of them. Really? Okay. So what yeah. did you think, now that they've put in all this stuff, what do you think of the game overall as compared to maybe the prior Final Way better. Way better. I, that's what made it good, in my opinion, that you know you could play the game, you had you know a single experience, it was all the NPC voices, but now what they did was, when they came out with the, with the uh, online version, it was all just read this, read that, read that, and I thought that was silly, and I think that's what bit him in the ass. Um, the new patch came out uh, a few months ago, really changed it uh, a lot better. Like you know, like 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 it was supposed to be, like what it should have been when the game was released. I think. Um, well, when you, how does it compare? What do you you played Fallout Four? I assume. Before? I played them all. Okay, yeah. so what do you think of it, now that it's been patched and everything? Where do you think it? Yeah. It is compared to the Fallout it would, Four. It's 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 just like the other ones would be. You know, you got NPCs you can interact with, not just uh, picking up a book or a holo tape and listening to it. You know, there's actual conversation. You know, voice actors, which I like. I think is the best part of it. Are there consequences um, to your answers in in the game, or not really? You know, some of them. Some, if, you, if you say something, something different might end yeah, up happening. Somewhat. You can. I mean, there's romance options. There's uh, there's different. I don't want to give it all away, but there is options. I mean, not like there was other games, like in New Vegas. I think it was. There was a lot of options, but I think this is this is limited. But they are there. And in actual gameplay, or, or how it feels. Do you prefer it over Fallout 4, or just it's just different? It's different. I mean, it's cool that you can play it with somebody online, because that wasn't an option on Fallout 4 or the other That's games, true too. for it's that matter. First multiplayer, right? Right, right. So, like I said, they tried something different. It didn't work at first. Uh, maybe they tried to cheap out, but you know, they're start like Hello Games with No Man's Sky. They just mm-hmm. completely bungled it from the get-go, and it took them years to fix it, but I think the game is a lot better than when it first came out. Um, I've, I've got about you know, 40, 50 hours in that, and I don't know. I wasn't there when it first came out, but I heard it was just atrocious. Well, but, you're probably better uh, off if you weren't there. <laughs> it, yeah, from what from what I read and saw, that you know they've you know done their due diligence and try to make the game a lot better. So hopefully Bethesda will learn from their mistakes, and that's why I think all this DLC is coming out. Yeah, we hope. As they say, the only thing they really done right for the beginning is Doom, but you know, and that, and actually, there's there's not a whole lot new coming out from Bethesda lately. It's just. Uh, Doom Eternal, which came out a bit a while back, this one that's been patched, and I looked at their site just right. to see if there's anything, you know, new and shaking going on. It really isn't. I mean, the DLC, yeah, but there's not a lot coming out of them. There were supposed to be some Elder Scrolls um, 
news, yeah, right. but I didn't, I, I didn't catch anything on that. So I mean, maybe I missed it. But the whole QuakeCon thing was online. They had it broken down like you know uh, for days. You know, but they, day two was Fallout seventy six. I watched that. I got a quick glimpse of the uh, the Doom stuff. Anybody so, ever play Quake? Because I never, I don't think I ever played Quake. If I did, it was it would have been one of the years older, ago, older ones. Year, years ago, yeah, it was years ago. So when the new one um, comes out, maybe it might be worth checking out or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Doom is no, no. I'll go right away. No matter what happens with the DLC, I'm I'm in it right away. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, they might do the same thing. Like if you bought the the Game Pass, they'll just automatically get them or whatever. I don't know how how they're going to do it, but they didn't announce. About that about paying, but on, on that note about paying, uh, there was an interview for the state of the game for Division Two. Uh, switch gears here. Okay. Um, it was a real short video. It was like 15 minutes. It's kind of embarrassing because they all had no clue what was going on. They didn't know what the <laughs> hell they were talking. They, they didn't. They had no idea what was talking about. They were just standing there, just looking at each other. Um, and during one of the, uh, there was a another interview with Hamish doing a, a Dutch interview. Mm-hmm. They asked him about you know, the skyscraper that's supposed to be coming out. So they said at the end of August, they'll have more info. And during the interview, the guy asked him, um, is it going to be free or is it going to be paid for? And he said that they were not allowed to talk about that. So that just tells me right there no, that please. they're going to they're look for more money. And there was rumbling that the investors are saying, look, we're giving you all this damn money. And you're going to start trying to you know, nickel and dime people with this stuff. You know, you're going you're gonna to you know, you're gonna alienate more people from the game. So... We're just going to wait and see. But end of August, there's supposed to be some more info. Now, he did say in the interview that it was, they were trying to get it pushed out this year. But TU11, who knows? That there's going to be a public, uh, was it PTS, public test server? Yeah, they have for yeah. it. And, but just so, so in case people don't understand some of this, uh, the PTS is a test server that where they try out things before they bring it on to the right. actual real game. Uh, so I just want to let you know and understand that. And when uh, Eric says TU11, it's title update 11. It's these constant updates be it big or small that they do to division but go ahead Eric. yeah so yeah exactly that's yeah you, you described it for me i mean that's what he said so either they're going to give more info at the end of august about tu11 because it's supposed to be a pts released with tu11 i don't know maybe i watched that and read that wrong but that's what i got out of it so we'll see if they charge for it i probably will buy it cause I mean, whatever but that's going to alienate a lot of people i would say you know, yeah, because they're, they're, it, they're wanting more PV content at, at end of the game. I mean, the only thing I could see is maybe if they charge really cheap, and I'm talking like five bucks, ten bucks. But if they come out with, with a skyscraper and start hitting this for forty or thirty, I can't see it being honestly more than ten dollars. I mean, I'd be shocked if it's ten dollars. I mean, really, like you I said, hope, I hope not. I mean, I don't know. How well, yeah, I hope it's free. Because they said they're going to do more than just skyscraper, right? They're doing skyscraper, and then I think they hinted at some other stuff, or, or maybe not. yeah. And yeah, during one of those interviews, it said that uh, after skyscraper, that was supposed to lead towards like you know the beginning of season three, but they said you know there's a lot to, you know wait to come, but they didn't exactly get into that. But the, I'm serious, the state of the game was like the silliest and shortest I've ever seen. I've only seen a few of them. I'm sure Mystic Do would agree that you know it was kind of embarrassing. Mystic, like, I know just, you're out there. They were just like they were just like this, like what. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, what game? You know, what? You know, Division 2, what's that? Like, they were off for five weeks for, the, you know, for COVID, and they had no information. Like, you mean, tell me, during the five weeks, they couldn't muster any kind of info and say, hey, this is what's going on. Like, yeah, that's here's bizarre. an update. Why, why would they just why yeah, they so come I, on at all? They might as well just not come on. 
I, well, exactly. You know, I mean, if you look, if you look at all the comments on there, like you know, joke, you know, stupid. What are you guys doing? This is embarrassing. <laughs> are they doing thing. all that in the chat? Really? Yeah, it was. Oh, that's yeah, funny. I was like, I was like, what? Maybe they cut it short so, because they got him. They still embarrassed by what everybody was telling them. They decided to leave. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought if after all that time off, you know, they would have more info than just looking at each other, like you know, well, maybe the game is this, maybe the game is that. I don't know, you know. I mean, I it's, still, little... it's still a great game, and I know you got you got the base game for cheap, right? Or did you take? Or did you buy one of the? I got it for three bucks, or you know, three US. So, so you can't beat yeah, that. Really, no, I mean, I enjoy the game for three, definitely for three dollars. I mean, yeah. See, Mystic just said they were a disgrace. I told them so. Really poor, uh, prepared state of the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, he was telling me about that, and I looked it up, and they were literally just sitting there, like, you know. Uh, you know what? What? What are? You, what's division two? What are? What are devs? You know what, what are we doing? Can you imagine that someone's going to go back to that recording and they're going to sit there and cut out all these these goofy parts and put them up somewhere? <laughs> oh, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, people can do anything nowadays with the internet stuff. But yeah, that's, that's it was hilarious. I mean, like I said, I've only watched a few of them, but that one was absolutely silly. I mean, it. it, it I think it was fifteen minutes tops. I mean, I could be wrong, but it was really short. I, it just it just surprises the heck out of me they're doing that. But anyway. Um, yeah, I'm still looking forward to whatever they do. I, and and by the way, when oh yeah, I, I think we should tell people too that that actually play the game a lot. There's we have a lot of people out that play the game. When sometimes you hear me or Eric or Mystic Dude or whatever say things about the game that we're disappointed with, I I don't want to give the opinion that we don't like the game. We like the game a lot. It's just that we wouldn't complain the way we do if we didn't like the game. And the thing that is silly is that there's some things that they could be doing and they're just kind of like haphazardly doing stuff or they right. put out an update where they uh, put in a couple things that the, that the uh, players, especially the veteran players, want to see and then they break other stuff and then they wonder why we complain. It's kind of like, why did you mess with this other stuff? It was fine. Just take our word for some of the improvements and do it. And right. no, they, they, they need to have it. a little more community involvement with what they do. Well, uh, Mystic Dude is pretty smart about uh, Division 2. He plays it for 2,000 hours, or maybe he's more than that now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he made a good point. He was saying that some of the people that are involved in doing the update now are not the original people that created the game when it first came out. So the problem okay. is, is you have some people going in there that are not used to the, to the coding and stuff that the people did prior, and so they, don't, they may not understand some of it, and so they end up going into it and... Messing, messing up stuff, maybe not intentionally, of course, but, but because they can't, right. you know, they don't understand exactly what went before, which means that, that, that there wasn't a proper roadmap that was done uh, for these guys, because really what should have happened is there should have been a, a roadmap of what went on so they could go in there and follow up on this and then go ahead and program right. properly um, instead of just you know, and they hit, didn't. hit or miss. Yeah, they didn't. No, they didn't. And uh, but you know, but like I said, it's still a great game. Everything we love the game. We just you know. Oh yeah, I enjoy playing it. Yeah, totally. We, we just get mad because we really do like the game, and we like them to do some things uh, and take right. our word for it sometimes, which they don't do. That's another story. By the way, would you pay yeah. fifteen hundred dollars for a gaming chair? Uh, me? No, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I could buy a motorcycle for or a car for fifteen hundred dollars. No. I, I see this article and I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm not saying that there was a lot of discussion too in the, in our Discord about chairs. People were buying different things, what they felt was comfortable and so forth. Yeah, uh, but I still want a chair like uh, Jansen. He's got the one I want. I like it. His looks nice. I didn't go for one like his because I wanted something with cushion or 
something I can that I can put my my uh, my big rear end in, then that would be comfortable because I have herniated discs too. So I want to make okay. sure that there's support there. So I ended up just looking really more at office chairs. And, uh, sure. and, I, and I, you'd be surprised sometimes. And yeah, the gaming chairs might look a little cooler, but who the hell sees it? You're sitting in it. So I basically wanted to find something more with comfort or to support the back and stuff like that. I ended up going with it's not a cheap chair. It was like three hundred bucks. Mystic um, all the grown-ups went to work on Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I was looking. I, I agree, Mystic. Dude, they are comfy office chairs for sure. Yeah, and they make they make a lot of excuses too when they when they when they talk. That's another story. I don't even want to get into it because we'll get we'll get mad about it. Um, but anyway, I was just happening to be cruising around the internet and I see Logitech, who I like a lot. I use my Logitech mouse. See the trackball mm-hmm. with the, everybody makes fun of sometimes, but, yes, that, it's, yep, but yep. that it's great and I can beat anybody on regular mouse. Anyway, so Logitech <laughs> created a one thousand five hundred what they call M body E M B O D Y M body gaming chair. High quality comfort at high quality price, and I'm like, well, that's for sure. I could have dollars. Look, I mean, I'm sure. Well, I don't know because I'm sat in it, but let's just assume for a minute that it's really comfortable or whatever and great. Who's going to pay fifteen hundred bucks though? I know who would shroud. If, if but, it's fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> it better do more than just uh, you know hug your rear end. It better do more than that. Better, you know, for fifteen hundred dollars, it better do a lot more than that. Oh my god! I mean, it, it should. And it doesn't even, I don't even think it has RGB lights or anything on it, really. So it's like, so all this is just, and I'm looking at the pictures of the chair and stuff, too, with all the little individual cushion things put certain ways and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I'll quote Mystic Me- men- Mental. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, no, I'm sorry. It's funny. Mystic it. just came in and said, buy office chairs. They're a better value. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I, he's right. I mean. And that's what I ended up doing, but I'm not paying for two hundred. That's what I got. This this one was free. I mean, all I bought was a little back chair for or back boost off of uh, Amazon. There you so. go. So you're perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's it's working. So I mean, I, you know, I'd rather have it with some nice fancy ones, but hey, you know. I ended up going with a cloth chair because um, when I had the previous chair with the the faux leather or whatever, right? A- yeah. After a while, this stuff starts peeling off, and I'm finding like little pieces of black stuff stuck all over my clothes. And I'm on everywhere. And, yeah, and on my on my rug. And when I walk outside, I thought it was just dirt. I'm looking at you these got a, things. You got a trail of it going out to the backyard. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. And I'm going like, what is this? And I'm picking it up. And I'm going like, man. And it all can't. So I was tired of that. I just said, forget it, man. I go. I'll go with the cloth. You can. It's not that hard to clean, really. Uh, if you if you really had to. And I figured that that's fine. I'll just get a quality chair with something different. Right. Uh, Jansen said. I, mean, I, use, uh, I use this until it falls apart. Oh, look at this. He said that apparently Logitech teamed up with Herman Miller, who already makes $1,000 chairs. 1,000-pound chairs. Pound chairs, yeah. Well, yeah, so more. that's like $1,250. That's crazy. I can't get it. It's almost, like the uh, fas- it's almost like the fashion world. I'm not making fun of it. I understand fashion and stuff, is, you know, and, and you know, people liking it, men or women. Right. But when I start seeing some of these designers that go like, all right, here's my latest look, and, well, how much is that? And they start going, oh, five grand, ten grand, fifteen grand. I'm looking, going, really? I mean, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I mean, I I think there's there's starving people out there that can make just as good a clothes and make a Nick good just living. Said they're lost. They're lost in the wilds, like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> you can't be that lost, Nick. Come on, you got a compass, don't you? They have they have built-in compasses on the phone. Nick is out there uh, hoofing it in the. Uh, in the wilds, and he said he would try to report in. Apparently, he did. 
So, yeah. uh, but if you saw some he, of the pictures he, on a Discord, he found signal. Exactly. Where's my signal? Yeah, make sure the cell phone, Nick, has always got signal in case you have to call in people to rescue you. You never know. Yeah, that would be that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too much fun. But in any case, um, I'll go back to to talk about games and stuff. Um, I'll kind of circle back to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. We had some discussion in the Discord on what people like about Zero Dawn or don't like. Now, optimize problems aside for a moment. Um, if by the way, there are some fixes out there that you can get on the internet for some of the problems. It does mm-hmm. not work for everybody, but uh, I tried a, a paging file size uh, difference uh, that they said would fix the crashing problem. So I ended up going on the drive that the game was installed on, adjusting the paging file to the 32 gigabytes, uh, like my RAM, to match my RAM, and set it up that way and did it. And that actually seemed to work because I've played it now probably another good four or five hours at least or more, mm-hmm. and it only crashed once as opposed to crashing like every time. So I wanted to buy it and then I seen people talk about, uh, I think Biggest mentioned that he was having problems with it or maybe he was yeah. just kind of, it was him or he was just talking about it but, they, you know, you got lucky yours is yeah. playing no problem so I don't know, I'll wait and see, I mean I like the game it looks interesting, you know I, I think, um, I, I like it a lot because I don't know, did you ever play Witcher 3? Oh I, yeah, all the way through, it's awesome I okay. love it. I, I always try to kind of looked at as being the gold standard like I do with Doom Eternal being the gold standard for optimizing um, I'm not saying it's Witcher 3, don't get me wrong all I'm saying mm-hmm. is that I haven't enjoyed a richer deep story in an RPG in a long time since Witcher 3 that I have with this game um, that's, yeah, I was a huge fan of it and that's why I'm such a you know, anxiously waiting Cyberpunk 2077 I know people always mentioned it before but that was the whole purpose of me building this computer, you know, the one, you know, the one I'm at now, and was for that. So I, I'm pretty, I have faith that the same guys that did Witcher Three, you know, they're going to come through on Separate Point Twenty Seventy Seven. Yeah. I mean, I, I really can't hope, see them not. Doing I that. hope so. I, I think I, I really do. I mentioned in the podcast before that the only thing I just, and I get it, you want how you want to, you know, uh, publicize your game, but man, it's just, sure. it's all over the place. I mean, next thing you know, right. there's going to be Cyberpunk toilet seats and. You know, just like just like space balls, you know, the toilet paper, the comb, the hair, and all that shit. You know, exactly, exactly. And I'm so tired of it. I, I get to the point where I don't even know if I'm going to buy the game when it first comes out. I'm sure I probably will, but I just... oh, I know, I know, I will for sure. I I'll be there waiting with my, you know, here's my money, take it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's also such a departure too, because it's not, you know, they've done so well with the Witcher games. I this is totally, I mean, totally different. Uh, so I. I like some of the things I saw, and I, then I stopped watching it um, because they've come out with so many different things that they've been revealing for the game, and that's going to ruin it for me. So I'm just kind of like, stop doing that and just kind of wait for it to come out. Um, right. Ho- hopefully, it really does come out in November, like they said. Um, one thing that CD Projekt Red does, though, is they don't bring anything out until it's time. So I got to give them credit for that. You know, however long it takes, it takes. And they've done so well right. with Witcher Three and made so much money off of it that. They're one of the premier groups right now, so they would have to bomb really big time for this not to work for them. Yeah, there was an article about about their value. Um, I think it's PC Gamer magazine or something that they're considered like a newer company. You know, only a few titles compared to like you know EA Games Europe or something like that, mm. or uh, or Ubisoft. Like they're talking about their value was it like people are just like that's crazy. Like they only have so many titles, but the value. Is rivaling these these bigger companies and these bigger houses, which, and they haven't even been around that long. 
Amazing. Right, exactly. So they got to be doing something right. I mean, hopefully they continue on that path. I would, from, you know, I... from what I've heard, too, the game's going to be a long game. I mean, most RPGs, if they're good, tend to be pretty long. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll take the two days off work for sure when it comes out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to take a couple, couple personal days and just, you know, because it's going to come out in November. It's like, you know, 10 days after my birthday when it comes out. So it's a present to myself. I was just going to say that birthday gift time. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll be jamming on that for well, sure. The, I'm looking I, I have heard that supposedly, I don't know how true this is, but they are building the game on purpose to make it highly replayable um, because a lot of people generally don't go back to replay a game unless they really, really like it that much. Mm-hmm. But they said that because you're going to be following different paths for your hero or different heroes right. different paths, uh, that apparently some of the, the uh, storylines are... Co- apparently quite different than some of the other characters so that you if you do go back and you do replay and you come up with a you know play with a different character follow a different storyline it'll take you off into another whole area that was never on your original storyline that you played the first time right and i try not to click click on links and stuff about like you know give away tidbits and info but i did see something that i guess it's not game related but in the game they had some kind of mode where you could like run up the wall like sideways like there was an Xbox game that came out a couple of years ago. It was that was a big thing about it. Like mm-hmm. you could strafe along the wall, and they had that in the game. And for some reason, they got rid of it. And that whole mechanic that went with it, I, it was compatibility issues. They said so. There's going to be no strafing on the walls in that game for sure. They took mm-hmm. it out. So, other than that, I, I try not to read too much into it because I want to be surprised when it comes out. Well, you know? I don't have to run up a wall necessarily. <laughs> right. Ex- yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of stuff in the game to keep you engaged and interested and you know all that uh mystic dude was mentioning or was talking to jansen he says have you ever tried the imperator rocks chairs they look awesome and they're about fourteen thousand pounds for a chair totally pass on that too 1500 is bad enough i can't imagine the 14 the 14,000 14,000 pounds that's like 18,000 us uh i'm good anyway to drift back to zero dawn for a second um Sure. The, the storyline I really, really enjoy. It's very rich, and I think if you play any game, but especially an RPG where you really care about the characters, like in Witcher Three, it was such a good game that the characters practically were were real life. That's how good it was, and you really did okay. care about what was happening with the characters. You really got into it. You really got into the story. I mean, you were enthralled the whole way. So it's got um, a good depth, good story to it. Everything. Right. Now, again, not not saying it's Witcher 3, but I was really surprised sure. at how deep the story is, how much I, okay. so far that I played it, how much I really have invested in the characters and enjoy the characters. Even some of the, the side characters that aren't really there that long, uh, even they're well thought out. Uh, the voice acting's really good, um, so that makes a lot, because you have to believe a character, you better act properly or forget it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. So that's been great. I think that the gameplay has been fabulous, and the thing I like is it's quite different in... I mean, let's put it this way. Some mechanics are, tend to be the same in uh, in different RPG games, and that's just part of what it is. But there's so, there are a lot of different things in Zero Dawn that I really did enjoy, and different things that you have to do in the game. Um, I didn't think I was going to enjoy the fact that there's mechanized animals or mechanized creatures, whatever you want to call it, uh, because when you play some of these games, you're used to seeing the real animals or something like that if you have to hunt them down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because they mechanize them and turn them into robot-type characters or creatures, 
it's kind of weird, but it's almost like you ha- you you have more of an appeal to want to hunt them down than to just going out and 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 uh, and and wiping out a bunch of animals, you know, or, or whatever. Right. There is why I left you have to kill in the game, and that's one thing that's interesting. Everything gives you XP. I don't care if you if you if you shoot a rabbit or a boar or anything, you still get XP no matter what. Right. And every time you do go up to a creature that is real wildlife and you kill them, all that's used in the crafting. So the crafting system is is quite interesting because you have to have a raccoon bone or a fish bone or a fox whatever something something exactly to be able to craft some of this stuff and it, and it's mm-hmm. not a game where I play on normal mode first first go around because I don't usually go you know harder than that normal is generally hard enough because I do want to enjoy the game I'm not I'm not like the one that goes on to nightmare mode all of a sudden and just get my butt kicked every time because it's right not, it's not fun then um, but it's yeah, a, like it, that. that what was that game hard souls or dark souls oh dark souls yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that like Dark Souls. I, I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I was I, all I ever did was die, and just too much that, of a grind. Yeah, very much too much of a grind. Forget it. Not me. I just took I tossed that game. But what I did with the game, just to see, out of curiosity, uh, I went ahead and put a cheat code in, so that I basically had a god mode, so I couldn't die, and then I just went to beat up on this enemy just to see just to see how long it would take to take him down. Dude, even though I had on god mode on, it took forever. To take this guy down, it got to the it's, point it's where not, I, yeah. it's not even fun at that point. I mean, no, it wasn't fun. I'm sitting, it was fun at the beginning. I'm going like, okay, it can't hurt me, so let's see what I can do. And I was right. like, oh, that's cool, oh, that's cool. And then after the ten minutes, oh, that's not so cool. Oh, this is getting really bad. <laughs> like, when does this guy die? You know, stuff. And right. I just, I, I can't get into that. You don't have any of that in Zero Dawn, but uh, okay. Everybody has a different opinion of games. I'm sure. I highly recommend it. Right. I, I would. I don't. I think it's probably wise to maybe wait for the patch uh, unless you want to use some of the fixes that are out there and some of the fixes do work and for some people and not for others so uh, you know almost like Fallout 76 and what they went through it's not as bad but same kind of right. premise you want to wait until you know some things are patched up I, I, to- I totally understand I, I will more than likely get it you know I mean I, I want to get it so I, maybe I'll wait a little bit longer but I'm sure they'll have a patch for it relatively soon because I'm sure they've already heard now all the problems are having with it so oh yeah and there's like there's a lot to do in this game. I I was looking at the map, and the map of the the first map of the whole whatever world uh, is huge. What was that, your dog? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I heard a thump. <laughs> he's chew, he's chewing he's chewing his bone, and he just dropped it. Like, I was gonna oh, say I thought he crashed. Right here your, next to me. I thought he crashed in your computer, and we'd be going off now. <laughs> no, no, he's he's chewing his little bone over there, and he, he no just problem. dropped it. Anyway, so in the in the game, the map, I'm on only, seriously, I'm only on maybe an eighth of the map right now. And there's all those, kinds, of, those hairs all kinds of stuff to do. My nose. <laughs> you can start sneezing. <laughs> no, it, it's that stupid mask I had on it, or that Groucher Marx thing. Oh, it's the like Groucher Marx, that's now. funny. Um, <sighs> anyway, so I'm on like one eighth of the map, and there's still so much to do in this thing, and I barely even got out of this small area. Um, so... I like that only because I'm going to have so much to do in the game, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, Scooby writes uh, to he's he's t- talking to uh, Nick. Yeah, that's what I was woods. reading just now. If you do end up lost in the woods, just download what three words from the app store. What's that, Scooby? I, what the heck is what three words? I want to know about that. <laughs> anyway, so, Wilderness uh, Trail Find Yourself app. There you go. Well, you know, like I said, if they, it was funny. I thought I don't know if it was Jansen or what, but they were saying that if he actually has signal on his cell phone, then they're not really in the woods. 
Okay, I, 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 I can buy that. You, what you I got totally, was, truly lost then. What was funny is he was posting some pictures where they were at a pub, but I'm sitting there going like, geez, by the time you finish bombing the pub, you won't make it past the first day. You'll already be out. Can you imagine just being totally like zonked and they're, they're, they, they wake up and they find themselves somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> look, what, look, look what Mystic just said about Nick. He said if they talk about Division, hit the big right F button. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Uh Anyway, yeah, I, see, so. I mean, I, I give him props for doing the walk thing. That's, I mean, that's oh, a good walk. Yeah. Yeah. Walk, would, march, whatever. I mean, it's, you know. I wouldn't do it. I would walk for, you know, maybe a mile or so and then jump in the golf cart for the next couple of miles. And then get, <laughs> and golf then, cart. And then get back out for another mile. I'll walk and then jump back in the golf cart for another couple of miles, you know. I, I could do it. I just probably couldn't do it as quick as he could. I mean, I could do it, and, you know, I'd have to stop. I don't, I don't know what they're. How, how long their you know their distances are, but I would definitely have to stop every I don't know ten miles or something probably. Scooby just added in. He said that they have divided the world into three meter squares and given each square a random combination of three words. Okay, what three words addresses are easy to say and share, and as an accurate as the GPS coordinates you can give them to emergency services? Oh, okay. I was wondering what that was. Ah, interesting. That's pretty cool. That's neat. I'd let, that's, yeah, pre- that's, that's pretty good. In case, in case you get lost, I mean, I'll I'll yeah. I'll remember that when I get lost out there one day, which we'll yeah. never. I've never I've never, never heard happen. of that, but the, obviously it makes sense. Um, you had a story too, by the way. I wanted to get to about the about uh, Intel's latest chip that they're talking about. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't find my notes right now, but you want? Yeah, I think I sent you the notes about it. The uh, the Willow yeah, Lake, in, whatever in, it's called. Intel's eleventh Gen Core Tiger Lake. Uh, yeah, it's one of the two. They're uh, it's not ten plus nanometer anymore. It's super thin. I think is what they're calling it. So it's super, I just saw super thin, there. meaning it's still it's still ten nanometer, but it's thinner. Well, I'm not thinner, but I think it's supposed to be more efficient. Is what I was reading in the notes, but um, I know I linked the um uh, in the doc. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at it. The guy they have a picture of the guy trying to eat it, like it's a sandwich or something. Uh, what is it? He's got it. He's holding up like one of the wafers that it's. Oh, in. okay. It looks like gotcha. he's eating it. Sandwich guy, the, get it? The PC, the PCB board, or whatever. Apparently, this is Intel's next generation XE graphics architecture. Okay, and apparently, this is their big cornerstone uh, mobile processor offer. I mean, they got all kinds of stuff going on, but I don't know how about how thin this thing is. What that's going to actually do? I mean. They were supposed to go to seven nanometers because AMD has been is at seven nanometers with their chips, if I recall right. properly. Yeah, and that's I, what I read too. The last article I read is that something was going on with Intel where they're not going to be at seven nanometers as soon as they thought they were going to be. It's going to be much later. And if that's the case, then that really gives uh, a big boost to AMD to uh, take on even more, more of the market share. Um, if you yeah, can't speak, get there. Speak, speaking of him, he's supposed to have some. Uh... Was an announcement video coming up soon or whatever? Who? I think I think Mystic linked it in the, one of the chat yesterday. Oh, okay. video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I did read something about that. They're, uh, September first. That's it. Yes, that's it. September first. Yeah, right. September first. They're going to have uh, some kind of. Well, we all know what it's going to be. Basically, oh, yeah. they're going to oh. talk about the graphics cards. So. Yeah, the next round of GPUs and dollars. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I uh, should follow my own notes, but it says G. <laughs> G4 special event. It's going to be on <laughs> September 1st, uh, noon. There, East, there you go. Noon Eastern time in the U.S., 5 p.m. U.K. I'm going to tune in because I'm still aiming at the 3080 Ti whenever it comes out. Um, right. My debate right now is, is that do I get the 30 Ti, try to fit it into my case, which I got a feeling isn't going to fit, 
or do I have to go through a whole, go for a whole new computer? I would just do the whole new thing, man. Screw it. I'm probably going to. I've been already looking at parts and stuff and seeing what I have to do. And, you know, obviously I'm, I want to get the right parts, but I also don't want to sure. spend the whole farm if I don't have to. But <laughs> guesstimating what the new 3080 Ti is going to cost and then looking at the other parts, I, I'm probably going to be into it for... I can't see getting into it for anything less than 2500 to 3K. What do you think they're going to cost, the card? Oh, God. When they first come out, I'm guessing... Probably twelve hundred. You think? Yeah. I thought it would be a little more, but okay, we'll, we'll see. Well, I'm hoping it ain't, it's not going to be more than twelve. Um, if it is, okay. then I might be I might be leaning on my 1080 Ti for a little longer. Because when I bought my 2070 in Mar- uh, February, yeah. it had open box uh, at that store that when I told you about up here, um, 2080 Ti's open box for eleven hundred. Really? You know. Yeah, and what that means is that somebody bought it, didn't like it, or didn't fit in their rig, or whatever, and they just t- t- returned it. You know, still has full factory warranty, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. open box just means it's a little bit cheaper than brand new. It's still brand new, but you know, they probably used it for ten minutes. But Mercy I would be surprised. Wrote, uh, in the chat, he goes, "Nick will p- build you a PC." You know, I would love to have Nick build me a PC. The problem is shipping it over here will cost me a mint. Um, it, it, it's a lot of money to try to ship it over here. Not to mention that yeah. God knows what'll happen in the shipping. I'll tell you exactly what it costs to to mail one ounce, like a one ounce letter from from here where I live, Detroit, mm-hmm. to Manchester is twenty four U.S. dollars. What? Yep. One letter. What is that? UPS or FedEx or something? Yeah, through the post. Through the post. So if, right. if I want it, like my friend, oh, wow. my friend, my friend that moved back to England, he lives uh, outside of Manchester. It, it costs twenty four dollars to mail him a one ounce, like like a card, like a you know a greeting card or you know whatever Christmas card. Wow. Twenty four dollars. That's crazy. So I just I just give you an idea, you know, shipping. So that means shipping would be like two astronomical bucks or something or more. Yeah, yes. it'd be quite a bit. Yeah, I couldn't do that. And then again, going from there to here, you don't know what kind of shape it's going to end up when it gets here. Yeah, like like Simone just said, uh, it would be cheaper to take holidays and come back with it. Uh, I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, whenever all this crap's over, you know, I'm going to go visit them over there. So you know, hopefully, this stuff's. Uh, Wait, no, wait, wait. You said something. When are you going over there? Or when do you think uh, you're going over there? Maybe next year when this, if, if hopefully if this stuff is, you know, vaccinated, calmed down or whatever. Because, like, you, know, you can't travel right now. So January, so, maybe? February? Something like that? No, 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 no. I'm talking, like, next July, August. Oh, uh, okay. See, because what I was going to do is then I'd, I'd have them build it for me and I'd have you take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Gotcha. Put it on the plane and they'll just go like this and toss it into the hole and the whole computer busts in a bunch of pieces. Oh, nothing left. Yeah, he, uh, Scooby just said uh, quarter two, 2022 for seven nanometers uh, on the Xeon desktop processors. So yeah, they're yeah like they're way better. Yeah, they're very they're, well they're, they're, You know, for whatever reasons, you know, money, cost, resources, whatever, they pushed it back. So, and I think that that, that is like not good for for uh, Intel at all to have to. They've been struggling to get the seven nanometer for a while, so I assume they right. wouldn't be they wouldn't be too far behind. But to to be waiting that long, I don't care what they come up with between then and now, AMD is going to definitely take some more share of the market, no doubt. They probably are salivating over that. I mean, right. the, only the, only thing other... that, the only thing that could be interesting with Intel, if they ever do it, is they keep on talking about that they're going to come out with their own graphics card, and yet we still don't see that. Um, right. I personally would like to see a three-way competition on graphics card. It would be interesting. Well, there's um, supposed to be a Chinese firm. I read about it in PC Bag a while back that they are developing graphics cards to compete with Intel, AMD. I cannot remember the name of it. But if somebody in chat knows what it is, please tell me. But 
there is another there's supposedly a third game you know player in the game coming very soon really that would be uh, interesting so i mean i know they're made in china but i mean like an actual chinese you know firm over in china so they're ta- they're they're, so, they're taking them on on purpose i mean they're going to go after them after the, the right game. I, if, if i find i'll find that link after we get off here and i'll link it in chat or i'll send it to you because I, I know um what the, what what uh what they're doing, you know, they're gonna obviously they're gonna go after Intel and uh, AMD for sure. They want part of that market, you know. It's a big market. Yeah, I mean, not just here, but, you know, globally. Ant was talking about how uh, Intel's gonna make GPUs. Yeah, when they keep on saying this for so long, and it's, it's never. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I would. Okay, yeah, I would welcome it yep. if they did do it. I think Mystic said he told me. Yeah, it was in, yeah, I think maybe it was Mystic was telling me about that. <laughs> Hey, uh, Mercy, and we don't we don't say that name here. It's like, uh, what's the guy from Harry Potter, Voldemort? We don't we don't say. Yeah, his name. yeah, we don't want to talk about Voldemort. <laughs> that's that's Trump, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only other thing I was going to talk about just real quick is that Russell mm-hmm. Kirsch, uh, he's the inventor of the Pixel, uh, died at ninety one on the eleventh. Uh, he's a science tech guy from Portland, Oregon, graduate from MIT, Harvard. Uh, I just saw that, thought that was interesting. You know. So I didn't even I didn't, until you told me I had no clue there was an inventor of a pixel until apparently there was I just thought that I seen that little tidbit I thought that was interesting so uh, when did he when did he actually invent the pixel or what's known to be the pixel he got credited for it is, is either 1952 or 1957 oh wow which was okay. literally you know decades before internet cyberspace all that shit was coined you know so the guy was, it was way ahead of his time obviously yeah apparently but uh you, you can you can wikipedia google it Russell Kirsch uh R-U-S-S-E-L-L-K-I-R-S-C-H. Yeah, uh, the big question is, did the dude get any residuals every time they said the word word pixel? I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to say no. Um, probably not, but can you imagine, like, usually, pixel, $5, yeah. pixel, $5, it, pixel, $5, pixel. Usually when they're, like, a fellow or a professor at a university, you know, you're doing stuff at university, you know, university keeps, you know, said rights of, you know, said property and intellectual and all that crap. So... At least um, over here, that's the way it goes. Scooby pointed out it was, it was interesting. He said Bill English, inventor of the mouse, also died this week. There so, you go. Thanks, so Scooby. You go. Appreciate it. Now, more so info. Didn't he work for Apple or something? Didn't Apple come out with the first mouse? Technically, they did, right? So yeah, Mystic Dude said Zao Zawin, eighty six CPUs, eight cores. I think. Yeah, I think he's talking about the uh, the Chinese GPUs. I can't oh. remember the name. I don't. I remember well, seeing about he's it. A while C- he's mentioned CPUs though, not GPUs. So that would that's also would be interesting, right? Yes, yeah, probably the same ballpark, you know, same arena. I mean, if you're going to compete, obviously the best thing to do is come out with a chip and be really inexpensive. I mean, AMD is definitely less expensive, but to really take on both AMD and Intel, they're going to have to get, I mean, considerably less expensive. Otherwise, well, it's the same there, chip. There's there's a lot of Chinese firms that have a lot of money. I mean, just look at Tencent. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're True. you know, extremely wealthy company so i'm sure they're you know they got their hands in the mix too then, then comes the uh the and not that i'm trying to get too political but when you when we're going through what we are going through with, with covid there's a lot of people that have a lot of anti uh, chinese sentiment anti-chinese product sentiment right. uh i know you're bring, saying but bringing anything in that's that's chinese made and, and it, it has been happening across the world that there's a lot of countries that have literally stopped almost everything coming in right. as a chinese product so right. I kind of wonder with a company like that, you know, do you, do you, if you're up against that, that could actually hurt you a lot too. Uh, but who knows? You know, people sometimes well, have short memories depending on the, 
you know what they really want or what they want to pay oh, for yeah. something. They do a lot of you know, especially here they have short memories real quick. <laughs> it's interesting. Ant said the person who invented MP3s didn't trademark uh, it as he thought. No one would want to save music on a computer. <laughs> Oopsie blunder. What's one of those? Oh, you know, hit yourself in the head kind of things, man. That, that's like shoot, him, that, shoot that, himself in the head. Exactly. That that's like going all the way back to uh, what was it? Uh, you probably you may not remember. Remember Mike Nesmith of the Monkees back in the sixties? Yeah. That group. His yeah. mother invited invented whiteout, and so back yeah, then, oh, back um, then whiteout was it, man. Whiteout is what you use because they, they didn't have word processors. Everybody was doing typewriters and whatnot. Yeah. So to cover yeah, up a you mistake, look. you had to take this little bottle of whiteout and then paint over it. And a little they, paintbrush. Yeah, and they made like millions on this thing, and his mother made all this, all these bucks just on whiteout. I'm like, man, now that's something interesting to be in. I can remember you. I've seen, all... I'm too old, but I remember that stuff. I mean, I know you remember it somewhat, but I remember having to go like, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the ones that were different colors too? They started coming out with like pink whiteout and yellow whiteout and all this I'm, garbage. I remember the yellow, the white, and the pink. That's all I remember. That's funny, but anyway, we don't want to uh, get ourselves too aged. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, you wanted to mention something about Nintendo? We do let Nintendo slip through here every once in a while. So, oh, yeah. I know we got some some Switch fans in here. I've seen something on here about, um, where is it at? Wire Production is releasing five custom white Nintendo Switches later this year. Uh, it's from a, I'm a paying, they're paying homage to a Swedish DJ. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Avici. Avici. I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm sure I'm murdering it. But, now, when they um, say five custom white, do they mean five different models or literally just five units it's five units they're all white and it's got um, his i guess his logo or his moniker on, on the back um with his name on it and i guess they're like some kind of um, they haven't given too much details when i read about the giveaway but they're only doing five of them so if this um, guy's like picasso sure. that means those things will be worth like a bunch of money supposedly. i don't know i don't I, I don't have a switch i mean i, mean, I, I like nintendo they make good stuff I, mean, I, don't, I don't have one personally but i know a lot of people here do have them their kids have them um I just thought that was a little, a little interesting tidbit I saw in there. So who out there sure in, you... our, in our in our audience wants a white Nintendo? The only the only one, <laughs> five that they're going to make, and and who the heck heard of Avicii? I got to know if anybody's heard of this guy. If it's even... uh, I'm sure I, I'm sure some of these guys have heard, has heard of him. If he's a Swedish DJ, I mean, if he's a Swedish DJ, so you'd have to be in Sweden unless the dude is like no, maybe not, he's not, on not necessarily, not necessarily. True. But um, I think if you go to uh, Twitter or, or follow Wired uh, Production, there's like that'll bring up the, uh, the info about it. Cool. Wired Production, I guess, is the one that's sponsoring it. Well, I'm going to give that that job to you. I want you to look up everything you can in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, ne- okay. and next week, if if you're on or if you're not, you need to report to me and tell me about this guy. <laughs> I'll uh, what, I'll get my uh, notes. What does it th- they say? You always do. You get your. Uh... Your little note, your uh, your Google Doc notes, whatever they said something. You always do that. I know. It, I, I I I remember seeing uh, what was it? You know, you know, you never know who's going to be famous, I guess, or in famous circles. Um, there was a guy I was watching. I don't know if you guys ever watched this show. You ever watch uh, Pawn Stars? That show, Pawn Stars. Uh, I remember when I had cable. I've watched it a couple times. Yeah. I mean, it's been on for like I don't even know, like fifteen, sixteen years. But the reason why yeah. I kind of I like it. Besides it being kind of humorous, is the fact that I'm I'm a big buff of history, so I love to see these people that come in through his door, and I am like amazed at some of the stuff they bring in. It's just totally bonkers where they get where they got this stuff from. Oh, it, and the stories behind some of it, where they got it, are incredible. Um, 
but they had brought in uh, what was it a piece uh, oh it was a piece of art and I'm looking at it and it kind of looked kind of like Picasso-ish or whatever um, and apparently this is a student of Picasso or something and this guy's supposed to be like really super popular and I'm looking at this going like I never heard of this guy I didn't even I, I wouldn't have known he was a student of Picasso and yet these things mm-hmm. were worth like you know a few thousand dollars a piece or something I'm like so okay I'd um, love to find something like that no, oh, yeah, especially if you find it for like nothing, and some of these oh, people yeah, do. Yeah. They 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 come in with a a piece of history that maybe somebody gave them, or they found it at a show or something, and they walk in and they find out. Well, yeah, uh, George Washington used to drink from this. In fact, there's his initials right there. Yeah, see, Scooby and uh, Mercy. I'm assuming they're talking about the uh, Avicii, the DJ. So, I mean, I know he's famous. I just don't know how anybody in this community knew about he him. He was massive him. in European. Not European what? Did you finish the sentence there? <laughs> But well, probably pretty, rage. He is pretty Mike famous, Rubs, you know. Whatever. Yeah, they, they can keep rage. It's not that great, not in my opinion. But or whatever. Teach his own, as they say. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so what have you been playing lately? As far as game wise uh, goes, recently just uh, obviously Division Two. Um, I got back into as of recently Fallout seventy six because when I first played it, you know, I was like, eh. and I did get, you know, out of little. 80, 75 or something. And then mm-hmm. as Nick started playing it again, I was like, oh, you know, I'll give it another shot. And then I downloaded the update, you know, kind of dug it. So now I'm up to 117. So, you know, obviously I'm <laughs> back in it again. I saw um, some people in Fallout that were like level 500. That's possible? Yeah. I, I, yes. I saw them the other day. It was 900. And I was like, what? No way. Yeah. So I don't so know. How, if many hours a cap, to, how many hours did you put in the game to get to 900? I have no idea. I mean, That's... you can... Uh, if you group up like four people, it'll boost your XP a little quicker. Yeah, but sort of like the direct, up. like the directives in Division Two. If you add those directives, it'll boost your XP. But but isn't who there knows, isn't man? there a cap on like how much like power, how dangerous you are? To I would think that stops at a certain level. Uh, it probably is, but I think the number keeps going. The actual, you know, the number itself. I mean, like I could in other be words, wrong, if but... you if you reach well, even like you, you you said you're a hundred and what seventeen. Okay, so. If you come up against somebody with a 900 level, does that mean he's he's gonna like waste you in seconds? I, I don't think so. It just I, I mean I could be wrong, but I think it, once you get to I think past 50, all your weapons, your high end weapons, will pretty much do the same. It's just however you use your perk cards because you got these things called perk cards in the right. games, and you can. Uh, and Godspeed, he's uh, relatively new to the community. He kind of pointed me the right direction how to uh, place those cards in the right direction, which you know I appreciate it. Um, and you know placing those cards will give you. You know, whether you're heavy gunner or rifle build or, or whatever you want to do, you know, just like your uh, your stats for Division Two when you get your build together, it's similar. You know, like I looked that. through a lot of the perk cards when I was playing around with it, and um, there's a lot of good a lot of good perk cards in there if you really use them right. And oh I yeah, think, exactly. And I think like any game, I don't know how, you know, but this is an interesting question. How do you approach a game when you first play it, or or if you know that you're going to want to play a game, is there things that you do before you play the game? Or do you just Me personally? Jump, yeah, or do you just jump? I'll tell you what, my, what I do, but do you just jump in whole hog, or do you actually look it up or look some things up about it and or whatever, and then jump in? For the most part, I usually just jump in, and then I just kind of learn as I go. But some of these games in here, obviously, I'll ask people for help. You know, like I had no clue about Division Two when I first started it, but you know, I got the hang of it now somewhat. But if it's something I'm really interested in, like I'm, I've been playing Fallout for years, you know, over ten years. So you're really, when they first, you already know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I know about it. I know what it is. I'm, I'm going to like it. I'll figure it out. You know, each one. But if it's a if it's a if it's a ground zero game and you're starting out, I mean, you just jump right in without looking at anything. I, I, I usually still do. Now, if I get stuck on some stuff or I don't understand it, then I'll start, you know, to the Googles, you right. know, or forums or Reddit or whatever. But yeah, I, I'll just try it first myself, and then if I can't figure it out, okay, hey, let's, you know, somebody's already to, done, went down this path already. It'll be interesting to hear in chat what other people do. But I'll tell you what I basically do more or less. Um, a long time ago when I used to jump in just feet first and not read anything on, on the game at all, um, I ended up finding out that I ended up playing like, and this happened a couple of times with a couple of games, um, I'd get about, oh, I don't know, 20% into the game or something, and then all of a sudden I'm going like, oh man, if I had known this and this and this, I could have had right. a much, much better experience with the game uh, if I had known all this stuff. And it wasn't for exactly. the fact that I wasn't finding it, it's just for the fact that it doesn't tell you you don't know um, because and, and the thing that I do like about YouTube is there's people out there that like <laughs> to grind on this stuff and so basically they you know they've already figured out some of this stuff with Mystic I'm laughing breaking at, news I'm Red laughing Dead. at the bre breaking news from Mystic saying that the uh, Red Dead uh, rolling back the latest patch due to it being total crap <laughs> you know what Mystic are you kidding about that or do you really read about that because that's interesting if it's really true I mean, oh, they, man. They, they should roll it I back. I mean, haven't they pushed it back, like, long enough already? You know, well, to the, wait for it now? The problem was, and we, we talked a little bit about it last week, but it's a, everybody was waiting for something, and it had been eight months since they promised different things that they were going to do, and nothing right. ever really came about. Um, and some of the biggest things that we were promised that we really wanted to see was that you are going to be able to uh, buy establishments, like buy a saloon, uh, and learn how to run the saloon, and then you know make money off of it, and people can like the like the real West used to do, take care. He of said it. back to July twenty eighth. You talk about July twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, because the patch came out right about right then. That's when it came out. That okay. would be that. Is, I, I never played it. I wanted that, to play, it, but I never played Mystic, it. Mystic, but... I'm glad you said that because that is that is totally ridiculous. I can't believe not ridiculous that they did it, but ridiculous that they had to do it. Because when it came out, like I said, I was looking forward to something new, or at least something I, you can get your teeth into. And the new and the new uh, role and everything is boring. I mean, all it is is a woman that basically tells you to go out and find animals and take samples, and then bring the samples of the animal back to her, and that's pretty much it. Or you follow the path of the of the new role, this guy called the Trapper, Gus is his mm -hmm. name, and you go out and kill the animals instead. And then bring him to him, and what does he do? He skins him and makes you clothes. Oh, I'm all excited about wonderful new clothes. I mean, <laughs> I'm not really into to that many new I, I don't mind some of the clothes in it to make yourself look cool, but there's so much garbage that they have in that game, as well as some other games, but especially Red Dead with just who cares. So now they're adding another whole level of who cares. So basically, this whole thing with the role is a giant who cares. They didn't bring out the buildings that you could buy. They didn't. They said they were even going to do something where you could actually even build some things of your own, so you can get into like build. Uh, kind of like, I'm not a, a GTA fan or player, but I've heard in GTA that you can do certain things like that. You can buy things. Yeah. You can buy offices. You can build some stuff. Yep. So they were supposed mm -hmm. to roll that all into Red Dead, so you'd be able to do that. So we were all going like, that'd oh, yeah. be great, man. Own a saloon or build your own jail or, you know, have to have to be the sheriff and fend off bad guys or people taking over your saloon or whatever, right? And all that sounded really great. No, we don't get any of that. We just get a roll that's ridiculous. So them rolling it back and essentially killing it, or whatever they're going to do, maybe they're going to revamp it, is just a joke. It shows how much oh. of a joke it was then, 
And now it shows that it's an even bigger joke. Uh, maybe now. that's their maybe that's maybe that's their plan just to shelve it. I mean, they might as well. I mean, I I go back to the game once in a while only because I I like to ride around the old west, but I literally only go back for maybe half an hour or an hour and then I'm done for the next, you know, month or whatever and then I might go back again. Right. It's a shame because we played the heck out of the game before. Uh, right. and, we're, and we're having a really good time with it. Uh, but anyway, to get back to a little bit what I do with games. So, so when I played these games and I realized that I wish I had known this, 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 this. And this is not, has nothing to do with cheating or wanting to know what, what's coming or anything like that. It's just a matter of like, I wish I would have known these couple little things. And so I ended up going back to play the game over again now that I knew it. And of course, that's kind of boring because you're going playing it again. So now what I've done is there's a one or two YouTubers that I like that basically come out with videos that if I knew then what I know now type videos. And so every most every game, depending on what it is, um, I will go watch one of those videos first. Uh, like the game just comes out, let's say, or whatever, or somebody played a preview copy of it, and they will come out with these are the things you should know before getting into it. It might only be five or ten or twelve different tips, but the tips make a big difference. Little things that just make the oh, game yeah, much more enjoyable. They help out tremendously. Yeah, and so I, I always try to read one of those before I actually buy the game. Or if I buy the game, I want to read those before I actually start the game. And then I, I end up enjoying it a lot more because some of it can be really uh, something simple that makes a big difference in the game and then you just you want to either go back to a game you loaded uh, or saved or you have to go back much further than that and then it's boring so i was right. just curious what other people out there do or whether whether you guys out there in uh, chat whether you, you approach a game like that too if it's just a straightforward game that you don't have to do stuff like that like when we played division two i wasn't looking at things about things you should know because basically with division two it wasn't they pretty much told you everything that's going on rather well and it's a different type of game but for games that are really involved especially you know the, the the role playing games. You want to know a couple things before you get so far into the map that you could have just done something else. Oh sure, because you know, like you said, if you don't know it, you know, it's going to have consequences later on down the road. And and some of the things you find out in the game then make it more enjoyable. Like I had found out it wasn't really a big surprise, but they were saying in Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey when I read a little bit on it before I started, it said when you find the the uh, the tombs, every tomb that you discover gives you a uh, an a, a skill point. So okay. what I like to do is after I played a good portion of the game, I decided I'm going to go hunt down every damn tomb because I just want to see if I can do it. I didn't, and some of the tombs were in areas where my level was definitely ten or twenty levels below the characters, so I could have easily gotten gotten toasted. But I didn't care. I wanted to find out where they were and to see whether I could sneak into them without anybody killing my character and get the skill point right. And I, mm -hmm. thought, I found that to be real enjoyable, so I tasked myself to find these, these tombs, and I went after them. And it was great, so I found a, a few here, a few there, and I was able to scale myself up faster, and then go back to where I left off on some of the other missions. Because those kind of RPG games, even with Zero Dawn and other ones, let you do or play the game more or less the way you want. And that's what I really enjoy. You don't have to do this, you don't have to do that, you can do, follow the storyline or do other things any way you want. Right. That's how, sort of like uh, Witcher 3 was like that. You didn't have to follow yeah. the main story. You could went just straight off to the side path and and just follow it till it ended and then come back to it, you know, which I kind of like stuff like that, too. You know, you don't have to follow, you know, a correct set of rules. You can just do what you want. And I and I think the only thing I didn't do in Witcher 3 was I wasn't really interested in the in the uh, fist fight matches. They had a bunch of those going on. Oh, yeah, I remember those. 
So I did a couple of those, but I found them to be like, eh, you know, so I skipped most of those. And then the only other yeah. thing I skipped was because I'm not into the card game. I didn't do any Gwent at all. Oh, the Gwent? I, I did a little bit, not a whole lot, but there, there is a pattern to it, you know. Sure. I tried it at first and got bored real fast, and then I just said, nah, because I'm just not into the card I think, games. I think there's an actual Gwent card yeah. game on Steam, like yep. a separate game. Yep, yep, there is. Uh, that's what's funny, though. They did such a good job in the game that the actual card game within the game became really popular and they and they That's, made and they made a card game which is great because you figure you can make easy money on a card game they're not that difficult to put together as opposed to yeah. you know everything else CD uh, project Red, they think outside the box there you know yeah and so they put it together and, and I hear it's got a decent following from people that really you know get into the game so more power yeah. to them right anybody out there totally. in chat land wants us to talk about anything else we can we can we can go off subject it doesn't really matter that much uh, uh, but I do want to talk. Uh, have you do you follow up when you watch television or whatever Netflix? You, you get into the uh, stuff that's game oriented TV, like Witcher went from books to game to now the series on Netflix. Yeah. Do you tend to follow yeah. some of that stuff. Yeah, Witcher's great. Or do you tend to follow whatever might be good that doesn't necessarily have to have been in a game before that? Toy TV shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a huge sci-fi fan, you know, so if it's sci-fi related, I like it. I mean, not all sci-fi is good. Some is complete rubbish, garbage. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, I mean other drama, there's some drama like Amazon's pretty good. Um, there's a show there called Too Young to Die. Or I think it's too, yeah, too, too old to die. Um, and there's another series called with Billy Bob Thornton called The Goliath. I thought was really good. Yeah. It has nothing to do with video games, sci-fi, but it's good stuff. But I do like all the Witcher, the, uh. I think it's called. There's a nun series, Battle Nun or Warrior Nun. Something. Yeah, that's put, it. Warrior Nun. Yeah, I put it in my list on Netflix. Yeah, I, mean, I started watching it. Magic uh, uh, told me about it, and I've watched a couple episodes. It seems all right. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's usually the the path I always go on. Stuff like that. That's pretty much what yeah. I do too. I mean, I tend to try yeah. to see. There's a new show, cool. I think called Cursed or something that just came out on Netflix. Yeah, that looks that's it. Scooby, thanks. Warrior Nun. That's it. I knew it's something. I just started watching. It's pretty good. Uh, Scooby also said, uh, after all the delays of Cyberpunk 2077, if it ends up going down the same route as R2D, uh, R2D2, R2, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> with launch problems and update issues, the gaming world is going to roast them. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, they will crucify them. Oh, I, me- I mentioned this way back on another podcast that there- there's so much hype behind Cyberpunk now that. There is. It- and it's a shame in a way because even if a little something goes wrong, they're going to get roasted. And they're going to get roasted badly. So uh, now I kind of understand why they maybe delayed it because they're thinking like, ooh, you know, we come out with the wrong thing and they're just going to get really bad, mad. So they're going to have to make sure that it comes off the bat, you know, uh, pretty good. I'm sure they are trying their darndest to not let that bite them in the ASS, you know what I'm saying? Because it'll be disastrous. I mean, you know, like you said, you know, for, for I mean, one, financially, two, reputation. It'll just, it'll kill them. Well, not destroy them, but it'll, it'll really hurt oh, them. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah, definitely hurt them. Um, Scooby, like you said, likes Warrior None. He likes it. I don't know if anybody's watched Cursed yet. I think that just came out, so I'm not sure. Oh, but the what is it? I, I think it's called Curse, if I remember correctly. But oh, it? the uh, Lady in the Lake thing, or whatever. Yeah, it was. See, yeah, and I kind of like that because I I really like the whole King Arthur Round Table kind of stuff. And I never really thought about like, well, how'd the lady get in the lake? Whatever the heck happened to her? What was right. the story behind her? And now it's the whole series what, talk, taken from her perspective. One of my favorite movies of all time is. Uh, John Borman, 
Excalibur. I think it's nineteen eighty one. That was one. Of it's the best an old movies. Mo- old movie, but it's it's fantastic. I, mean, I love that my movie. I've it's seen one it. of my favorite movies. Yeah, I've seen it at least three or four times. I haven't seen it for, in a long time. You do oh, know, I've you, seen it. You did know Patrick Stewart time. was in it. Patrick Stewart from Star Trek was in it. Yeah, he he was only one hundred and fifteen back then. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's so right. Look he looked like he looked great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, you know, he's 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 two hundred fifty now. You know, he only looks like a few years ago. He was you know back then he was one hundred and fifteen. So I don't know how he does it, but he does a great job. He's not real. He's an android. I guess I just gave away <laughs> yeah. something, but I'm not going to tell anybody what I gave away. If you watch the series right. Picard, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, I could have just blown the whole series right there for somebody. <laughs> if they're Since we're on the topic of TV shows, I don't have Apple TV, but I just found out that Apple TV is releasing Foundation. If anybody follows that, that's an old, uh, oh, yeah, old, an old Isaac Asimov story. Yeah, there you go. Right, right, right. It was, it was, um, it was in several books, I think, right? There, there was, and that was supposed to be like the precursor to the whole Star Wars galaxy, right. that whole schmeal. If you if you start reading into it, of course that never came into fruit, you know, fruition like it was supposed to. You know, George mm-hmm. Lucas took over that stuff, but the whole Isaac Asimov Foundation thing. There's a there's actually a trailer on YouTube right now, and it's if they're releasing that on you know on a mm-hmm. streaming service, I, I, man, that I mean I'll buy it just for that. I sure. mean because it looks absolutely amazing. If they can do as good a job as with some of the things they do, I'd, I'll do it too. Sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I mean, seriously, everybody you know, is into sci-fi. Check out um, Foundation. I think what, it's uh, Apple. Apple TV is going to release it. Yeah, pretty sure it's Apple TV. I think what's crazy is that, or not crazy, but Netflix has got so much stuff in the can. It, it's almost as if COVID hasn't even bothered them. They're just pumping out their series like left and right. They come out with something new almost every week. You know, yeah, well, they got a shitload of money. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, but but you, you, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If people are are, are worried about COVID, then there's nobody filming anything. But apparently, you know, well, they, you know, they, they film so much I, stuff. Apparently, you know, other other than most of the audience here, that over in our country, uh, nobody gives a shit. You know, <laughs> you, you, so I mean, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a free for all. It's a complete, you know, cluster f. You know, yeah, I, I agree. In, in some ways, I, so, I definitely understand. Well. The only bad thing about, of course, unfortunately, we're in this world of COVID, uh, is that Witcher Two season two is going to be a long way off. <laughs> oh well, there's supposed to be that movie's supposed to come out end of this year, though, supposedly. Oh, the the one uh, made in the uh, Witcher world, but it's not Witcher himself, right? Yeah, uh, it's supposed. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be uh, older story about care um, more came to be all that something. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's so, interesting. I'd like to see what they do with that. It's supposed to be end of November after Thanksgiving is what I read. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I, I remember reading. I read about that. Well, my, so we'll my, prediction, my prediction is if Cyberpunk fails, they're already working on Witcher 4 <laughs> for the game. Well, you guys know that November 19th, uh, we're out here, and I suddenly just lose connection. That means I just shot this whole rig with, with one of my pistols and just said <laughs> the hell with this <laughs> piss on it well i did i did no. hear this was an article that was written sometime back i assume it's still true but cd project red did announce that they are going to do another witcher game but it's not going to be the witcher we know it's going to be take place in the witcher's time period or world yeah it's about the yeah, it's that world of the witcher itself. right but it's not going to be uh, Geralt at all uh or any of the characters that, that were in the witcher 3 game so already they're thinking ahead a little bit that yeah okay we're done with cyberpunk now we're going to move on to back to our, our roots again uh, obviously by the time we see that game it'll be another five years six eight ten <laughs> whatever well oh that's all that but uh yeah i don't even but hey look at cyberpunk took long enough too so now it's finally here so time flies and we all get older unfortunately and then we get but we still play games and that's all that counts right 
Um, I always tell my wife, you have to grow old. You don't have to grow up. <laughs> I like that. That sounds good. So well, I've been saying that for years. I'll tell you what, we've done about 90 minutes or so, and I think we're kind of reaching the end of, of stuff. I really appreciate uh, everybody out there that came in to support us uh, since there was only two of us this time. Uh, especially a big thanks to Eric for jumping in uh, almost yeah, almost the last notice, and that worked really well. And we uh, Nick will be back next week, uh, provided he's not too tired from his trip or he doesn't get bitten by a wolf or something. Yeah. So, uh, so I appreciate you having me on, and uh, you know, thanks for ever giving me a uh, you know encouraging to go do it. You know. Oh yeah, no, thank I'm you, a, thank you very much. Here, here, here to help out. It's been very enjoyable, so I, I really appreciate what you did. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Tune in next week, guys. Um, appreciate you all coming in and hanging out with us and stuff. And uh, I did have fun doing it. And we will uh, be on again next week. And I, I don't, I didn't prepare any fancy music going out or anything. So we're just going <laughs> to end the stream kind of like. Just, just going to cut it right off of the neck. That's basically going to be it. So we'll say goodbye. <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next Thursday. Right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks again, Eric. Bye-bye. Take care. See you. Take See care. You. Bye.